Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie Podcast. I'm your host, Jabril Sahemi, the newbie, and I'm joined by... Rafael Luca, actor, clown, thespian, and a pure cinephile. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, and fellow film lover. So, yeah, enjoy the show. <laughs> so, like, what so we don't forget. And I love it. Back. And we are back, everyone, with a with new t- the movie. Does anyone want to start it off? Who wants oh, to start it? Like for a random. Oh, that was pretty good. That. Ollie, you should do it. That was pretty good. That was uh, that was who a wants good. To do, who wants to do the Jay impression? Maybe for the bonus good, like, you guys should do it. And we are back. <laughs> we could have done like a. We could have done like a um like an April Fool's release where like everything's yeah. over. I mean, <laughs> Um, just get yeah. like completely random people to do the show. Yeah, <laughs> the next yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get like my dad to go, and we are back. <laughs> get get Alia, get Alia, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> or just get all my friends from Bahrain to do yeah. it in Arabic. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so cool if we ask people to send in. Really cool. their, like, and we are back to so just play yeah. episodes. That would be really cool, cool. actually. That's yeah, a good that idea. A little it's international. Am I right? Yeah. Damn, look at that. Came came in with nothing and then look at that. Boom. Ideas. Ideas flowing. Ideas. ideas. Look at that. Mm. Look at that. Um, oh, synergy. Bouncing. We're bouncing, synergy. baby. Um, um so, so what are we yeah, talking what about? What are we talking about? So what are we talking about, guys? Well there are there I, well, are there were a I wanted of to... topics proposed. I know Raf, you had one. Yeah. I mean I just I don't I didn't even know if it was gonna be a topic or if we were interested, but I thought I you know I started you know, I started reading the Ezra Miller thing. I started reading the um the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard uh, court oh case. Amber Heard. Did you hear that our Wikipedia fucking... was changed to and Amber Heard? <laughs> really? Uh, the yeah. internet will never be defeated. Yeah, never. No. Yeah, and Johnny Depp just being an absolute savage. Like, fucking some of the yeah. things he says, I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah. it's like fire. Yeah. It's, it's like, why is there so much attention on this shit? Oh, why do they yeah, decide just, to, uh, to i mean i know why johnny did it because he's like if i'm my career is over it's yours oh, yeah. be over <laughs> you're too. going down with me but yeah. um but just to do it in such a public fashion talking about yeah. all the embarrassing shit they've both done in yeah the past, yeah it's so yeah it's celebrity so, court case man celebrity yeah. court case it's 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 to get the attention but it's like yeah. not a divorce case because they already settled that shit yeah it's the it's like a defamation, <laughs> defamation case which yeah, turned defamation. into like a divorce case all of a sudden yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and obviously like you're getting i think i feel like there is no well, let's save more... it for the pod or did we start i mean it? we started we're fucking yeah? on okay this is it. okay this i guess we're it. on now uh, <laughs> wait we actually record no oh yeah we are Even my amber it recording stuff. it is yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, is this actually gonna be in the episode <laughs> i mean why not this is the bonus though this is all like really willy you know really willy um this is all this is all part of it you know if it's the freer it is the better i don't think amber turd is that bad no amber turd's pretty good oh, okay. I and know. i mean it's just, and, it's and, a pretty sensitive topic i don't want to put anything inflammatory no no i mean or... you know we don't have to talk, linger on it too long but i'm just saying yeah. that you know it, it <laughs> happened and and the this is nice by the way this is like raw unedited fucking mm. you know podcast um but it you, you you're seeing a lot more people siding with johnny now um mm. and and his yep. case and like the things that he's you know brought forth 
um really made me feel for the guy as well because i never i mean i never read into it i was like fucking this is personal stuff like why are we like putting our nose Mm. into this this is i mean i get it because they're celebrities and you know johnny it's johnny it's johnny fucking depp of Mm -hmm. all people i Um, mean what he's like franchise pirates caribbean (laughs) yeah um, exactly which he's never returning to he said which is yeah yeah that's that's over like he um, was like the face of like a lot of things. Oh, for he's, sure. he's been pretty much banished years. by Disney. He's that's, yeah. that, those were his words. Yeah. Mm. So like, uh, and there's a really, really good article on. Uh, I think it's a Rolling Stones article, if I'm not mistaken, on his um, fractured life and like this one reporter who who went to his house, who was invited to his mm. house for like three days, I think, and spent like three nights with him. And got really, really personal and like revealed so many like, you know, um, personal like, you know, anecdotes of of his life, um, which is really fascinating because, you know, he grew up quite it's he had like a very, very fractured life. He grew up with, you know, abuse and all that stuff um, from his family, from his father. And yeah, he he lived a very eclectic kind of life. Um, But yeah, you know, that this whole this whole idea of like, you know, watching this happen, like obviously like. I'm I'm watching it for the memes, but it's it's crazy how like they just wanted to yeah just open the doors on that and let 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 everyone into this. It's a very personal stuff. It's very um, and yeah. then suddenly you're siding with people that you're like I don't even know. Like I don't know Johnny Depp. I don't fucking know Amber Heard. Like why am I you know this is why am I siding with? I'm I don't care. You know I don't I don't have a side because this is not my it's not my affair. Well, I think I think like I think like the. The thing that the sort of the truth that this the uncomfortable truth that this whole um, court case and media circus has been revealing is that, you know, when we hear stories about people who are claiming to have been the victim of domestic abuse, we tend to try to simplify it. We think, you know, okay, so there's a victim and there's abuser and that is that. Um, And our job is to sort of punish the uh, abuser and to try and lift up the voice of the victim. And, And that makes sense. That seems like the right thing to do. But what this case is showing is that sometimes it's not as simple as that. Like, it seems like, you know, not defending anyone in this, but it, it, they, they probably brought out a lot of toxicity in one another. Mm-hmm. And there's not as simple, clear victim and perpetrator in this case. Um, it may yeah. have been a bit more reciprocal than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and no one knows what to do with that. Like, okay, wait, so who, who do we side with then if that's the case? Like. <clears throat> Yeah. Who am I yeah, supporting? Exactly. Who am I going against? Yeah. You know? mm. mm. For sure. Well, I feel I feel like this court case, this, you know, live court case that happened definitely um uh, it, it, it's it's it, it's there to for an audience to have a side so so suddenly people are more like looking at johnny depp now as as the victim or as someone who's who suffered more than ember heard um but again yeah what the fuck what the fuck do i know man i don't know their lives i don't know their marriage i don't know their history i just know that what, the dude was jack sparrow at one point he you know oscar nominated he you know made some great films that i i you know hold dearly and i i love and i don't think i have to do anything against that you know to to tarnish my value of these films because he's in it but um and amber heard like you know 
yeah, she's an actress and she's done some stuff too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know as much. I don't know yeah. as much. She hasn't done as much as I've seen or, mm. you know, I spotted her in Aquaman. Welcome and I was like, hey. with faint praise. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Johnny Depp, I mean, he's Jack Sparrow. I mean, he's an icon. <laughs> and Amber Heard, you know, she's done things too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, she's done things too. Obviously not as prolific, I would say, as Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, doesn't a lot have younger than him too. <laughs> a lot younger, yeah. So. Yeah, <clears throat> true. True, true, true. Um, but yeah, so that we can put a pin on that and and say like, guys, you know, yeah, fucking, I don't know. So wait, I don't what, know. Were you, hung, what was that? What was the topic? That, what was the topic you wanted to bring up? You said you mentioned. Yes, you, you've been reading uh, this stuff so about Ezra Miller as well. Like, what's the, Ezra Miller you know, subject? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, it's things that have uh, popped up uh, in his, you know, in his life currently. It's his his arrest i think he was arrested in hawaii if i'm not mistaken um yeah. for second degree assault yeah. um and i read that and i was like oh shit ezra miller like and, and it just made me like not like it's something that he's been doing a lot yeah yeah, yeah, yeah apparently so about it. Yeah. like there's a whole there's a whole history of arrest threats and mm. uh, and concerning encounters with fans there's, a, there's an article i'm reading now on buzzfeed um and and I think he identifies as non-binary. Um, so oh, I yeah, shouldn't say so. he, I should say they. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, apologies. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, I, I had no idea of, 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 of that, you know, of the kind of that, that history. And, mm-hmm. and, and it made me think of all like the, I'll call them like the bad, the bad boys, the rude, the rude boys, or like the, you know, kind <laughs> of the, <laughs> Oh, Raph did this amazing head movement that was just like mm-hmm, the bad boys. The, boots, the, the bad boys. I, I don't even want to say boys. So I'll just say like the you know the 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 rude talents or whatever yeah. you know the 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 Hollywood the kind of terribles. the yeah. enfant terribles. They're, they're, well, they're, you you can probably botched. get the French pronunciation correct on that. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, no, that was perfect. Uh, let's keep that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it made me think of, you know, um, the history with Shia LaBeouf and, you know, his his moments um, and and just like what celebrities do once they have this kind of claimed fame and suddenly all eyes are on them. So, you know, we're all human. We all do fucking stupid shit. Like I've done fucking stupid shit, but like, obviously I'm not being followed by tabloids or paparazzi. So my stupid shit can just remain, you know. Yeah. Under or, the radar, <laughs> or a father trying to steal all your money, like Britney Spears, or yeah, exactly, like, um, someone like Lindsay Lohan, yeah, Lindsay, like, Lo- yeah, you know, having like it could be a family member that's doing stuff. Like it's For sure. not always like I mean, the media, the media also has a huge part to play. Yeah. But like, yeah, these kids are often just put into the limelight and like mm. can't handle it, and they don't get the correct guidance. It's not just For actors; sure. it's like loads of different kinds of people yeah 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 artists artists in general right i mean fucking rock stars or like you yeah. know what used to be rock stars you know or, justin bieber was the one i remember yeah. like yeah, in yeah. high school every week something <laughs> happens which is crazy and then i think there was demi moore as well that kind of um you know had had a history as well um, drew barrymore drew barrymore um and these yeah suddenly like you know we yeah we make mistakes we do fucked up shit but obviously like yeah they're they're being exposed and like you know kind of um almost manipulated by the media so suddenly you get like one incident like you know ezra miller and i don't know what that if that's how 
that's going to affect his career and the flash and you know his relationship with dc or whatever. i think it's not well, looking good D- dc have basically put everything that he's involved with on hold mm. from what i've yeah, seen it, so look at, it, i think he just crazy. he he had too many strikes as well because obviously there was an incident that i believe happened in iceland like a year ago or so but mm-hmm. luckily i don't want to say luckily <laughs> i mean i, I want to say that um Luckily for the studios or for the invested, the people who are invested in his projects, I guess the media just didn't pick it up enough. Maybe it was a, they were focusing on something else that week. So it didn't get viral and didn't mm-hmm. seem to become too big to, you know, to control. But then you had this thing that happened in Hawaii. And I think the Will Smith thing was overshadowing that because that, oh, yeah. those things happened within the same 24 hours. But then Ezra Miller, of course, gets, I think, in trouble again in Hawaii, like a week later. Yeah. And people are like, oh well, ooh, uh, maybe this isn't going away. And then it happens again. Like, I think like like last week, you know. Um, yeah, it just yeah, no, crazy. Now crazy. it's like now now the studios must be like, well, shit, we can't ignore this now. People have heard too much, so we have to suddenly take action. Yeah, and it's and it's crazy to think that you know every yeah, like like you guys said, every one of his projects are you know being put on hold, especially this yeah. big fucking thing that he's having with the Flash. Like that's you know fucking yeah, Warner and Brothers movie's taking meant- a hit, huh? Yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, Heard. now um, Ezra even, Miller, even Will Smith, I guess in in some capacity is is like a Warner Bros. kind of you know, oh, is he kind of guy? Mm-hmm. Um, has he done any Warner Bros. stuff? I'm trying to think of his Warner Bros. features, but. Uh, Men in Black is Men in Black Warner Bros. Anyway, I don't know. No, that's, I have no clue. That's a Hemsworth yeah. thing now, isn't yeah. it? I feel like it might yeah. be a Paramount thing. Yeah, probably. No idea why. Um, I don't know why. It's just <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know where. It's um, a puzzle wrapped in enigma, wrapped in a bigger <laughs> mystery. <laughs> yeah, it's a riddle. It's a riddle. Um, yeah. So and 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 the effect that has on their careers is quite. It's it's kind of like um, almost cancer cult cancer culture um, ish uh, because suddenly you do something bad and like all studios are like nope hey yeah fuck out of here man it's almost it's almost <clears throat> safe to just be like mm. yeah yeah so it's 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 rough because yeah you have one little slip up uh, or numerous I guess I guess yeah you shouldn't have numerous slip ups if you're in the limelight but you know you have even one slip up and suddenly like boom everyone looks at you differently everyone judges you you know you're you're being put on a hold for projects your career suddenly just takes a plummet and it's so very delicate you have to you know being a, a celebrity is such a it's a tough kick because yeah, you're being watched. Yeah. You're being watched all the time. So yeah. you have to you have to literally mask yourself to be like this like optimal human that doesn't that like, you know, follows a very straight path. It's um, the it's the like the price you pay kind of like it is. You, yeah. If you open the Pandora's box, like you have to just kind of I don't know, you can try and lead like, you know, the Keanu um the Keanu lifestyle where he's like, you know, he takes the subway and he's chill and yeah. like, he lives in a little apartment and he stays. He doesn't like, touch anyone when he takes photos. <laughs> and then, and then he does cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it's, crazy. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy, but it's, it's I guess we like... can move on to the next topic. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty funny because yeah. you guys <laughs> talk, spoke about that sketch and yeah i think it was ollie that you suggested it oh, yeah, yeah yeah well indeed. i yeah i thought about it a few weeks ago but we'd already done i guess the last bonus set at that point so there wasn't really much time an opportunity to bring it up when it came out but 
yeah that was oh, yeah, thanks SNL. for having me thanks for having me back on the bonus show guys it's <laughs> well, you're on thin ice by the way it is a probationary period so mm. i'm just saying you know watch yourself. Uh, you know yeah watch yourself basically yeah don't go as um, you know less is, less is more rough that's all i'm saying yeah. um Shit, that is that is my acting note forever um yeah so there was this snl sketch that came out or more i guess it was like a comedy song comedy rap song and mm-hmm. i just sounded very awkward saying that parody but, song um, parody yeah parody song yeah. something like that yeah and it was uh pete davidson and the song was called short ass movies and it was basically yeah. a code to his love of short ass films uh amidst complaints that too many films these days are going on way too long which was actually something sure. i heard around the end of the year in the oscar um mm-hmm. ceremony, before the oscar ceremony people were like why are all of these movies like two and a half hour plus <laughs> yeah you know? why uh and i guess pete davidson felt the same way <laughs> and so when i saw that that sketch i was like this made me think of jabril so much and so just, <laughs> it'll be funny to bring up the the topic of short ass movies yeah so i fucking your... love that sketch yeah i haven't i hadn't seen it so like when you suggested it, I, I watched it. it was so funny it made me laugh so much um i can't remember the other there was a rapper and oh it was um not it was like one of the new guys that i i you know i'm too old to keep up with all of them now but... oh it was gonna i think it was gonna, gonna. Was it gonna? Yeah, Ghana. I think it was gonna. Who, who was guy, pretty yeah. funny about it. But the, the and the other stand up comedian is also really hilarious. But um, I'm uh, yeah, gonna. It was really funny. Right I really like the line. <laughs> um, what was it? There was a line in it. It was like the, I can't wait for the three minute short like before the Pixar movie. <laughs> yeah. And that that was like yeah, I was like yeah yeah that's what I want. Um, <laughs> Did you feel seen? Yeah. Did I feel seen? I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, like as in, do you, you feel? Do you feel like um, <laughs> your, this? Do you feel like your uh, your preference, your tribe has you been resonate. recognized? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Do you feel like um, Pete Davidson? I didn't, even, like, I didn't really I, I, realize I see you it out was there, like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like people, I mean, people who love sure. short films. <laughs> sure, I, I guess. Like, well, actually, to be fair, I watched this movie yesterday because I guess this kind of ties into like what we've been watching. So. Like I watched Batman because it came out on digital release. <laughs> nice. Um, and thank God I didn't watch it in the theaters because it was so long. I probably would have pissed myself twice. Like, uh, like, yeah. like Dave. Uh, like, wait, was it Dave Skeet? Pete. Pete Dave. Davidson. Yeah. Pete Davidson. <laughs> Pete Skeet. <laughs> Pete Skeet. <laughs> um, yeah. So I watched that, but I thought it was too long. Like what? Three hours? No reason. There was a lot of. Yeah. It was too much. It, it dragged. Yeah. It dragged for you. It's it crazy. <clears throat> I think I think it's it's to do I don't know, I think it's to do with our attention span because the 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 length of movies have always fluctuated. Mm. You know, I think I think in the seventies they were long, in the eighties they were a bit shorter, in the nineties they were a bit longer, and then it just kind of keeps, you know, fluctuating um almost every decade. And now I think we 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 talked about this as well on our on our bonus episode. Um, yeah, with the playback speed, <clears throat> the playback speed. Yeah, mm. um, where like we're getting such an oversaturation of content that mm-hmm. um, we feel like we don't have time, or like you know, if anything's too long, like if a movie, if one title, mm. one feature is too long, we suddenly feel like oh, mm, mm, I, I kind of want to like do something else now. <clears throat> which is nuts because I, my point was like, 
if you can binge watch a whole series that's like fucking 10 episodes long that's almost like 10 hours you mm-hmm. can binge watch three or four like you're already doing four hours of screening mm. like why why does a movie like have to be like oh my god this is so i, I agree with you but i've heard a, i've heard a decent counter argument and maybe we did bring Go. this up on our other bonus side, but someone said you can't compare watching six hours of your favorite t- new tv show to watching a three-hour movie because when it's television at least if it's written done well each episode feels like a, a mini contained story so you mm-hmm. get to the end of one story then you move on to the next so it feels like bite size whereas when it's a movie it's like three if it's a three hour plus movie that's three hours of a beginning and a middle of an end story being told mm-hmm. so it can feel more labored it can feel more stretched out than watching again six hours of your favorite tv shows or 10 episodes of the office where you know it's each episode's done in like 22 minutes yeah <clears throat> i yeah. like you agree with that for, jabril i mean i would yeah i guess i can i agree with both of you guys because like i do agree yeah, that maybe people's attention um attention spans are like a lot they work a lot more differently now because of the way that we consume content it's not that we have <laughs> It's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just maybe just the way that we react to different types of content nowadays. Mm. But at the same time, yeah, the like more contained like <clears throat> little stories like or maybe even, you know, like these um, six episode series where it's kind of like a long movie over the course of like six episodes. Mm. Um, I think the most important thing for me is not really the length, but how the dynamics of the movie works. If it's flat, no matter if it's an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, three hours, it's going to mm. be a boring movie or it's going to be crappy and I'm going to turn it off no matter what. <clears throat> mm. But if it has dynamics, if it can bring you up and down and there is like a natural flow to the movie, then it, it shouldn't really matter and you can sit there. And mm. I think that's what's been missing now and recently is like this kind of you know trying to play it safe a lot of the times the dynamics isn't really working you know like because it's such a huge population of people that you want to please and like you're trying to please so many different types of people i think movies are just kind of like me rather than taking you along mm. the course you know so yeah i yeah. don't know yeah no i get that and i think all all of most of the classic films you know some that we've reviewed like the godfather um most of them are more than two hours. Like mm-hmm. these, these, these big blockbusters or these big pictures. Wow, pictures! It's like I'm in the fifties. <laughs> these pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, pictures. See <laughs> these pictures. See this is a great <laughs> picture. See, um, but like they're they are they 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 do take that time, and we never had any problem. Like Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. the people, the fans love the extended. I thought that was too more. long. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I remember sitting in the cinema for Return of the King. I was like. I was like, uh, all right, great, we're done here. And then it was like an hour later. And, <laughs> and there is, there is like, you got, got rid of the ring. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and I think in the extended version, there's like 20 endings or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, but those films, like, I mean, I love this shit. So I can guggle mm-hmm. up like four hours Lord of the Rings and be like, you know, be, be, be okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they, they, you know, the extended versions are more adored than the than the uh, than the like the original versions, which is you know quite mind boggling because they are like fucking so much longer. Um, yet it's it depends what people crave, right? So 
if like you said, Jabril, if, if a movie is truly well made, well put together, if it flows, then three hours can be seamless. Like the Irishman, mm-hmm. you know, people were like three hours long, three hours long. Yet it was three hours quite seamless that went by. It didn't feel mm-hmm. quite labored. I, I was I was naturally investing in this. Um, so it, it is. It, it does depend on the filmmaking style uh, and how good it is. Because that's a challenge, you know, making making a fucking three hour picture and 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 you know staying having your audience glued there with their attention focused yeah. to the film without any distraction. Which I think why you know cinema you should go to the cinema because you are you you're, you're buying a ticket, you're purchasing a ticket, you're sitting there with an, with with other people. It's an investment of your time and your money to 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 go see something um whereas you know and i'm guilty of this too like when i'm on netflix it's so easy to just like oh i'm gonna watch 20 minutes of this done next or like yeah. pause let me get my tea mm. all right continue yeah like I'm, I, breaking, I, I, I'm breaking i agree the i agree yeah, I totally agree with you there. And, you know, to real early, you were saying, thank God you watched the Batman at home rather than in the cinema. And, okay, with the bathroom break stuff, I mean, yeah, fair fair point. Although maybe, you know, don't drink a lot before going in. Um, <laughs> I mean, I always like, try and pee before going in, but yeah. still exactly, sometimes, you Exactly, know, but I think, I think, like, I think there's a chance you would, I think there's a small chance you would have felt the time, the length less <laughs> if you'd seen it in the cinema. Mm. Because yeah. I, when I'm watching a three and a half hour film at home, I notice the time so much more because mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to pause, to go to the bathroom, to maybe look at my phone. Whereas if I'm in the cinema, I'm properly engrossed. And if the film, yeah. And if it's a good, it's good storytelling, then I will, um, yeah, it will feel less stretched mm-hmm. out to me. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, not to say that like, um, I didn't enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. I liked the movie, but I didn't love the movie, you yeah. know? So like, it was it was awesome and like I, I i like to say that my setup at home is quite good like with the yeah, speakers i can make setup. it quite nice yeah um, with cinematic yes um, so i did uh, i did what were you? To, to well to to go into the batman because we might, <laughs> okay. as, well, we might yeah, as well yeah. speak about yeah, it yeah. um I, I'm, I'm i'm re-watching well i've re-watched it um on friday night when you guys were boogieing because i was like yeah fucking parties um <laughs> don't know where don't know where i'm going with that um but I rewatched it and I think I still have the same. So when I first watched it to, to, you know, to, to the people listening out there, it didn't, it didn't quite grab a hold on me as, as much as I would have wanted it. Um, it, it, it was definitely, I think aesthetically, you know, visually beautiful. Um, I loved the iteration. I love that this is a noir Batman. I, I, I love the genre that this, this, this movie is spinning under. Um, and, but there was just something that lacked and upon rewatching it i think the tone for me was mm. a bit too it was like it was like too milked is like it was like yes this is dark and this is brooding and everyone's mm. talking like this mm. and jim and jim gordon and batman are both in this tone of voice and they're like hey where are we going and i get it i get what they're doing with it um I don't know. For me, it felt like tone was one thing, and then the there was the, there was a few side characters, uh, supporting characters that like had accents and voices that I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like the first um, 
the first commissioner, he sounded like this, and he's like, hey, "What is he doing here, hey, uh, Batman? What the fuck are you doing in this investigation?" And then, and then, and then, so I, I think he he dies, or he gets you know yeah. he, get, he gets riddled. Um, and then we get another commissioner, and he sounds like this, like way yeah, he interfered in an active hostage situation. You know, we're all talking like this now. We're from New York. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on with these accents? Yeah. <laughs> what's happening? Um, and I get why. I get why. But it's like it's it's almost yeah. It felt cartoonish, um, mm. which it kind of took it took it out of it. Um, and I think also, and I'll stop talking after this. Um, the 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 plot was slightly convoluted, and I think because it was trying to be a realistic, you know, having that whole realistic take on on a superhero doesn't work for me because. It's out of this world. It's a superhero film. This is never gonna happen. Yeah. This is purely fiction. Yet when you ground it in realism, like if you're if you're going on a plot like that, I'm like taken away from it. I'm like, what the fuck? No, this wouldn't happen. Um, and yet you love the Dark Knight trilogy, I imagine, right? I do because it knows what it well, the is. The Dark Knight trilogy. Is, come on, the Dark Knight trilogy is not some hot, some fantastical surrealist fantasia. Mm. It's also no. it wasn't that it's, the whole thing about like the Dark Knight films. It is one hundred percent with the yeah. The Dark Knight films are basically like Michael Mann crime thrillers, mm. but with a Batman yeah. flying around. Yeah, that's so true. I don't, that's true. I, I yeah. So I, I think in many ways the Batman was more. I don't know. More. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Was yeah. It, it felt more depart. It more, more detached from our reality than the than the Nick yeah. the Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Like in in the Christopher Nolan films. At one point, Batman's like in Hong Kong, you know, and he's just like, and yeah, that is yeah. like, let's stay Hong Kong. And they're talking yeah. about international jurisdiction. Like yeah. that felt much but, more grounded in reality than this latest iteration did. Yeah, well, see, that was that was the thing with this movie. It was like, is how, like, where, where are they trying to go? Because like, they try to make it seem as if it's not really in our reality, but then they're like, everyone go to the Madison Square Garden. And I'm like, but what isn't that in new york but this is gotham <laughs> that's true like, they didn't, actually, they say, they didn't actually they didn't actually say the madison square garden though i think i think they said madison square or the garden one of the two like mm. i have yeah I, that would be a ma- that would be a massive fuck up if they use the actual yeah. name of the, yeah. of the yeah. most well, famous so stadium in new york city in, <laughs> well isn't it in their movie. Yeah, i don't know i don't know it i did been... i did really appreciate the um <clears throat> the look of Gotham and the mm. the take on Gotham. I was that yeah. was that was something that I truly enjoyed. But yeah, there was just for me like accents. I mean, you know, with Colin Farrell, that's fine. He's he, yeah. I think he's, <laughs> he's having fun. He's he's like yeah. totally immersed. Hey, take it easy, sweetheart. <laughs> it's that works for Penguin. But like, if everyone's doing it, and then we're getting different voices and tones, and then we have mm. both Batman and Jim speaking like this. I don't know. For me, like it was like an accent or voice thing. Like there was a vocal quality to it mm. that I was like, what? Um, but that's just me because you know. That's it. Um, so I, I, well, shit. I wanna, <laughs> I wanna like ask you a question and make a point, but I feel like we're gonna drag this conversation we, for yeah, too we, long. We, we could. Um, yeah. Okay. So the question is, what do you think of the twist on his parents' backstory? Like how there was like the kind of dealings with the gangsters, Arkham, yeah, the but like and, and he gets the, I think we're gonna have yeah. to put a spoiler warning at the beginning of this episode. By the way. Probably. I, yeah. I I have it in our descriptions usually like okay. ahead okay. always yeah because I I'm mean sorry go ahead yeah we're a film review <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah so what did you think of the the twist I like it I like the yeah. fact that I like the fact that um 
and it makes sense to me that the Waynes would um that that brought it to a reality that I was like, yes, this this would make sense. You know, big conglomerate family, um, you know, very affluent family would have like, you know, some shady dealings in mm-hmm. the past and have a dark history. And where does that money come from? And where's the influence come from? Um, and I also like the fact that I didn't know this in the comics either. Um, but that Arkham was also a family, uh, the Arkham yeah. family, um, mm-hmm. which was really I was like, oh, cool. Um so I, I like that. I, I think d- diving into that story um, is very interesting uh, mm-hmm. because we haven't really explored that side of, of Batman and the Wayne family because mm-hmm. we're usually seeing the Wayne family as like he's a victim of, uh, you know, he, he lost his parents. Of and crime, that's what, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, you know, this is where he gets his powers. This is where like, you know, this is where we like, you know, feel for him and sympathize for, for Batman. But um yeah, the fact that like yeah, they they were shady characters too. You mm-hmm. know, they are also kind of villains of a, of the piece. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So they Ollie got popped. Was... <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, was there anything you wanted to add to that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I like that aspect of it. I thought it was. I thought you know, um, with the conversations that we're having as a society today, it's it would have been a big mistake to have just told the same old bruce wayne story when revisiting yeah. batman if it was just another rich kid playboy yeah. whose wealth was never brought into focus or kind of scrutinized yeah. or really yeah judged i just i don't i don't think in this day and age people were going to really swallow that as easily so um yeah i think it was smart that they tried to confront that head on and look at other ways in which his privilege could be become a theme in the story. Yeah. And I actually, more, more so than the background with the Waynes, I really liked how, um, although I did love like the emo angsty teenage Bruce Wayne, <laughs> like you're not my father having like daddy issues. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Um, but uh, I liked, I liked um, the kind of, um, what was it? The, the exploration of like philanthropy and yeah. uh, your responsibility when you have a certain amount of wealth because you have this conversation where i think one of the political candidates is it is she running for mayor or governor in the film yeah mayor. yeah yeah Yeah, she's running for right right. i haven't seen the film since it came out in cinema so you guys know it better than i do but um i think she like meets bruce at a funeral and she says oh you know you could be doing a lot more actually for this city and i think he says something to the effect of oh i donate millions right yeah and she's like yeah "Yeah, but yeah sorry go on no, no, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> she, uh, uh, she, um, she says, yeah, you could be. Yeah, he's like, I, I, I donate millions, or we donate millions, and she's like, yeah, but I'm not talking about that. You could be standing up, or you could be making yeah. statements, or you could be mm. out reaching out to the community. You could be more present, basically, because he's a reclusive figure. And he's like, Ugh, no, I'm a Batman. I don't do that stuff. Go away. Yeah. And then um, by the end of the movie, and I, I, I do see that some people found this bit, this messaging a bit muddled. But like, what I loved about the ending was that it the conclusion is that is him stepping into light. That shot, yeah. which is incredible, of him with the flare uh, yeah. in the in the stadium when it's like helping those so people cool. are trapped, and it's and and you have like the the music playing in the background, like the Nirvana song, yeah. and it's like and him then the way deciding, the people were walking, shaped and, like yeah, the like back. he was leading them out of there, and it's like Batman and Bruce Wayne are one and the same. They ha- he he realizes he now has to as Batman if it's not going to be as Bruce Wayne. He's got to step up and be like a hero for the rest of the community mm-hmm. and actually like interact with their lives and not just beat up bad guys to a pulp in the middle of the night. So I thought that was that was yeah. interesting. 
yeah yeah it, it you bring up like a pretty interesting thing because it was it was kind of what i was i wanted to say earlier um with like i guess the three i think i think the three most popular like comic book superheroes ever are batman superman and spider-man and what i think sets spider i mean what sets superman and batman aside from spider-man is that they're not as relatable characters as spider-man is like yeah. spider-man you know he's a kid from queens working class queens, but also like it's like neighborhood problems you know and then yeah. there are these like outside of whatever but it's a lot easier to to make spider-man like relatable and things like that mm -hmm. well like look at with superman almost impossible to make a superman movie yeah. because he's just like <laughs> he's a god the, essentially yeah well, he's an alien he yeah he's, yeah, he's, he's an alien yeah alien <laughs> yeah but he's like overpowered right and same with batman he's kind of like overpowered with the money and stuff like the ben affleck yeah. one didn't really work out yeah we've kind of seen maybe the only one that did was maybe um what's this who's who's coming back now in the ezra miller flash what's his name oh michael, michael, michael Keaton. Keaton. yeah like maybe that one was a good one and there's christopher nolan's obviously and like I don't know. It's mm. just, it's mm. really tough to get it right, I think. And For sure. um, I think with this, with the Batman, it's a step in the right direction. I, f I felt the same way with Batman Begins. Mm. I was like, okay, interesting. Yeah. I don't know how I feel just yet. I need to see maybe a little bit more. Because, mm. um, you know, it's not like the Joker or it's not like one of those oh. big crazy things or like maybe having Robin, you know, or whatever, you know, like they Catwoman, cool. Um, the Penguin and the Riddler are also very cool. People wanted yeah. the Riddler. So I think it's a step in the right direction and I can't wait for the next one because <laughs> yeah. I'm because uh, I love that shit and I'll just yeah. eat it up. But um, <laughs> excited, yeah. excited by future by the future of, of, of this of the series mm. and what Matt Reeves is going to do. But please do not bring the Joker. We've I, I've had enough with the Joker. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I thought that ending was pretty um, was un unnecessary. Was, I don't was think the Joker is coming in the second one. I think they're going to close with the Joker. He, he, but even then, I just like there's a plethora of villains out mm. there in the Batman what what what, uh, what villains would you guys like to see in the next Batman film? Then I would like to see I'd Matt like to Hatter. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah. Who's a, who's a, I, I don't know the comic books maybe as well as you guys. Do. Uh, well, he's like who's based on the Alice in Wonderland, um, mm. so I want to see the like Joker a or like the Riddler kind of. Um, I don't know. The yeah, I has guess. A hat, right. I guess. Yeah, I guess the Riddler has a hat. Um, <laughs> he's kind of kooky. Maria. Uh, oh my god, that was terrible. That was that was actually that was. <laughs> I, Paul Dano was the biggest mixed bag in the movie for me personally. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. Sorry. Yeah, go on, Raph. Um, I would like to see. Um, yeah, I'd like Matt to see Two Face. Two Face, yeah, yeah, Two yeah, Face two, would be like would Two be Face nice. and um, Mr. Freeze or Freeze. Mr. Freeze, yeah. Oh yeah, I think you should bring back um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger from I used to <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love. I love. I, I actually. I, I I kind of like it's. That was it, Batman and Robin, the Joel Schumacher yeah. one. <laughs> that falls into so bad it's good territory for me. Like I actually, yeah. yep. that's a guilty pleasure. I, I love that movie. Mm -hmm. Say freeze. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, it's too good. Yeah, I, I think Mr. Freeze would be a very interesting. Um, everybody, chill. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'd like to see uh, uh, an iteration of that and bring it into that kind of real, you know, mm. real worlds that they're that they're you know plunging into um, because 
yeah, how does how does that work? How does a Mister Freeze, you know, um, how does he belong in that in that you know in that world? Um, yeah. But you know, Batman aside, I think. What else have you been watching? Yeah. Yeah. Let's put that put that to the put that to the side. Mm. Um, mm. Yes. Talk. Let's talk. Let's talk uh, TV shows or movies. Mm. What are we watching, boy? Well. <laughs> this is a preview into my next theme i think oh great it would be Ooh. um spoilers i guess after our little break yeah which we haven't yeah. announced yet but uh yeah. no we did did we not did we i swear we did i'm pretty sure we oh. have when did the we raf way on this oh. have we um did we mention in our last bonus episode what our schedule is going to be for the rest of the year Look, I don't listen to our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm, I'm pretty out here sure we had like our... one episode where we were like announcements. I did. Bah, bah, bah. Well, I did. Yeah. I did. I did mm. listen to that one. I'll be. I'll be honest. I did listen to a bit of that one, but I didn't. I didn't hear any mention of it. But you know, I. I. I, I probably. I didn't listen to the whole thing, so maybe I missed it. Uh, well, well, we can announce it here. You know, we can announce it now. Yeah, yeah, we can announce yeah. it now. So, I mean, we're gonna take a little break for for the summer, <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. the announcement, folks. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah. Well, we're fans, gonna do two. More, we're gonna do two more themes. We'll get into what the next theme is at the end mm-hmm. of this recording. But we're gonna do. We have one more theme, then a final theme to wrap out mm-hmm. the this current season, and then we're gonna take mm-hmm. a break for the summer. Is that's that's mm-hmm. that's it, right? Yeah. Yep. Because we yep. want to format it. We want to be structured, guys. We mm. want to have a bit of structure. So we want to... And we need a holiday. And we need a holiday. <laughs> yeah. And we want to make seasons, you know? We're like like a real... Yeah. We want to be a real podcast, really. Mm. So we have it one season and then another season so we can take breaks <laughs> and have a nice flow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, what are we watching? Yeah. little sneak peek into to, <clears throat> to the theme. But um, I was like, fuck, you know, I'm half Saudi. I need to check out some Saudi cinema, and oh. I was like, because the industry is oh, nice. pretty, pretty new. Yeah. Like, their cinemas didn't <laughs> exist until I think 2016, yeah, or 2017, when they they were made legal again, and like men and women could like sit in the same room and watch a yeah. movie together. So mm-hmm. um, I watched a movie called The Book of Sun, mm-hmm. and um, it was awesome. It was such a good movie, and nice. um, it's basically uh, th- this movie about like some high school kids who suck at school, and they want to make a short film, uh, like well, they want to make a horror film, mm. and basically they're inspired by like all these great like directors and stuff, and you know they go through the issues and blah 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 blah, and that's basically the story, and nice. uh, it was. <laughs> Really nice. Nice two hours, you know? Hey. So <laughs> good tight two hours. I really liked it. It could have been a little shorter. Like maybe they added a little bit too much. There were a few, a few flaws and whatnot. Okay, there were a few flaws. <laughs> but um, all in all, like a really good movie. And I think I'm going to start delving deeper into saudi cinema and nice. arab cinema as like a whole yeah maybe we yeah, should do a theme really nice. oh is that well, yeah i sorry, think the, the next be... like i think my theme is going to be saudi cinema yeah nice. uh, that's, a, that's a that's a massive then, yeah that's a massive blind spot for me i i can't yeah. i could probably count yeah. on one hand the number of i've seen a few not that they're you know different parts of the world but i've seen quite a few iranian films because iran yeah, uh, iran, I mean, iran sorry has a really great um cinematic industry but in terms of saudi films yeah i've seen Mm. shockingly few yeah yeah i mean it's like i said it's like a completely new um 
industry, you know, mm. like other than maybe if you were like a corporate kind of videographer, you know, mm. filmmaking wasn't really a thing unless you went to a different country and did it yeah. outside of Saudi Arabia. Mm. But uh, I think it was the last bonus episode where I said I watched an Egyptian movie. Yeah. Yes. Cairo I was doing Station. Like a little Cairo Station. Yeah. I was doing a little search. I think it was on IMDb or something. And it was like number three on like, or number four of like IMDb's best Arab language oh, nice. things. And I'm like, wow, that's a pretty interesting choice. So nice. I want to explore that a lot more. It seems like that director was very much into his pan-Arabism. Like he did uh, Saladin, same director. Mm -hmm. You ever heard of that movie, Salahuddin? Um, so yeah, uh, that's something that I really want to get into. Yeah. Nice. Wow, very exciting. Very exciting mm. to dive into this world. Uh, because they yeah, like Bali, yeah. I, I very... Yeah, I don't know anything of it. Um, so <laughs> it's going to be a nice cinematic um, opening for me. Yeah. Very cool. What have you guys been watching? Uh, Ollie, do you want to? Yeah, sure. Um, my list is pretty short. So I, I started a new job. A little peek into my private life, but I started a new job. Uh, He's a nine to I five, guys. He's a nine to five. <laughs> yeah. So we're yeah, man uh, again. Yeah, exactly. I'm uh, working stiff, as they say. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So I and. Just with it, you know, putting on temperatures rising as well, which we just had. It's just been a very busy month. And obviously, when you're recording the podcast, we're watching a lot of movies that we've seen before. So kind of, we, which we've discussed on this podcast. So sometimes you don't have time to watch a lot of new stuff. But um, I actually literally just watched a movie this morning called Windfall on Netflix, mm. um, which um, it's directed by Charlie, Mc Charlie McDowell, who's Malcolm McDowell's son. He, um, you know, Malcolm McDowell, the actor, he was That's in um, a Clockwork Orange. He's the star of a Clockwork yes. Orange. Yes. yes. And he, he was in like Entourage when he, he plays, he's now like plays that, that British villain in a lot of American films. But um, anyway, his son directed the film and his son uh, has directed a couple of films and a lot of television. And his first film uh, is called The One I Love. And that came out some years ago. And I love, and it's one of, it, when that film came out, I thought it was just incredible. Uh, he did a film after that called The Discovery, which I didn't think was as good. And now he's made this film, another one for Netflix, with uh, Jason Segel, uh, Jesse Plemons, and Lily Collins. And it's kind of like a three-hander. It's I think it was shot during COVID, because it's pretty much entirely set in one house. And it's kind of like a home invasion story. So Jason Segel plays a character who, I'm not going to give too much away, but at the beginning of the film, he breaks into these this house that belongs to some very wealthy um, Silicon Valley billionaire, and what he doesn't uh, realize or what he doesn't predict is that the couple is going to come home in the middle of his home invasion, in the middle of his robbery. And things spiral from there. And um, I thought it was pretty good. I thought oh. it was a clever, taut little thriller. Uh, uh, yeah. Is this the one with um, Jason Siegel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just did you that. did you say that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I was I was reading I was like, something. I was like, and Jibril is with us now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Jibril. I was reading something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like trying to figure out some backstory. <laughs> Chicken pot pie. No, I was like I was, was like searching. My favorite things. <laughs> I was literally like going through the IMDb. I was like, okay, what is this movie now that he's talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, all good. Yeah. We, we've all been guilty of that. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, and... don't worry. I was, li I was listening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, Raf. Audience of one. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, we were talking it about was... Jason Siegel, right? 
yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. <laughs> and it was a, yeah, it was a, it's a cool little thriller. Um, I thought it started off really well and it didn't end as well. I think with these kind of um, minimalist thrillers, they often have a hard time trying to figure out how to end them in a way that's surprising. But that said, I thought it was pretty entertaining. And Jesse Plemons is so good in it. He is yeah. amazing. Jabril, do you know the, the actor Jesse Plemons? Yeah, it seems like he does a lot of Netflix movies. Like He, he was does, actually. Power of the Dog, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, and he got nominated yeah. for an Oscar for it. But watching this mm. film, I'm like, he this is this performance is definitely way more worthy of of an Oscar mm. nomination. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I remember the watching the reverse trailer. of that character. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I remember watching the trailer, and I was like, nope, not watching this. <laughs> Looks hey, pretty bad. Short ass movie. Short ass movie. Eighty eight minutes. Uh, yeah, eighty eight minutes. Was, yeah, yeah. But minutes. I mean, it just didn't. Yeah, yeah. It's no, a, I, I'm not yeah. saying it's gonna blow oh, your yeah. socks off, but um, if you like, mm. if you like talky little thrillers, um, what I like about it as well is that it's a it's a thriller about um, uh, like a criminal who has no clue what the hell he's doing, mm. and like, I mm. like those kind of stories where it's about <laughs> where it's about you know it's like a genre film, but everyone's an idiot in it essentially. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was cool. Uh, and then um, apart from that. The only other thing I wanted to bring up was "Our Flag Means Death." I've been watching. I gotta watch that. Yeah, that um, that. that that latest. Well, it's actually not a Taika Waititi joint. He directed the first episode. Mm. He executive produced it, um, and he plays a pretty significant role. But in the trailers, it's kind of kept a secret, even though mm. he kind of shows up in like episode <laughs> two or three. So I don't think it's much of a spoiler, but I won't say anything. He plays a big part in the series. Um, but he doesn't write any of it, so it feels wrong to say it's a Taika Waititi joint. But it's very, um, it's very good. It's very, it's nice. it's it's a comedy with pirates. I mean, who? I mean, yeah. I mean, oh, we, yeah, exactly. It's brilliant, and it's all based on a true story. I mean, obviously, it's it's yeah. very anachronistic the way that they're talking, and I'm sure like the details are completely not based in reality. But the the characters and the gen, the broader narrative is all true, which makes it mm. so much more fun. So, yeah. mm. and I, I, I miss, I miss my pirate movies or my pirate content. There's, there's not a lot out there. You know, I, I, I remember watching black sales and loving that. Um, I, I heard that anyone. was good. <laughs> yeah. Especially the last. So like the first two seasons are kind of a struggle. You have to kind of power through the last two seasons. I'm like, this is some of the best TV I've seen in years. And like, it's blockbuster stuff, you know, it's, it's, yeah. So pirate content. Yeah. Give me that. Let me, let me goggle that up. Um, so that's going to be on my radar after I watch, um, I guess I'm going to come to my, to my, to, to my, um, what I've been watching recently, um, Atlanta, uh, it's a show that's returned oh, for, yeah. the, for the third season. Um, and it's a show that I adore, um, because of the social commentary it has, uh, the performances, and the offbeat, almost weird as fuck kind of episodic nature um, that it has. And it's so incredibly ingeniously creative um, and also like very perplexing. So you're kind of watching it with your head, like always tilted to the side, like what the fuck's <laughs> happening here. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really, it's a, it's just a really ingenious and odd and and uh, great writing and great performances and great characters. Um, it's a really good show. I, I think it's, it should be up there for like, you know, kind of must watch TV. It's, I think it's essential TV. 
Yeah, I'll um, say that. I'll just add to that. It's very good. <clears throat> yeah. Noise. Um, and uh, what movies have I been watching? Um, actually, I, I last week canned. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm shutting down soon, so we're going to have to wrap it up. <laughs> my, yeah. my hangover is like kicking real hard. Um, <laughs> it's kicking me in the ass right now. Um, but I actually explored the world of, of John Carpenter, which is a director that I haven't really frequented. Um, so I did a back-to-back um, movie marathon of kind of two of his gems or what i think are his gems um escape from new york uh with kurt russell and then the mm. thing um mm. and i loved that i did that because i was like these are fucking great films <laughs> um and they're they're classic 80s as well and i don't know how i just like missed them or how i missed this director um especially the thing i had the thing i mean if you guys haven't seen 1982's the thing so good it's incredible like i i don't know why i had i i missed that one but it's incredible and the and the special effects are just out of this world i'm like they do not make movies like this anymore um they do not make movies like this at all um especially with the the practical effects to it um it's 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 insane um yeah so that's what john carpenter and atlanta are my two things that i've watched shut down <laughs> So uh, yeah. I think we just need to announce the next theme and then we can uh, wrap it up and let Ralph get back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I can go to sleep. Um, okay, yeah, so um, it's my theme now. Finally. Uh, Finally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I decided to go with uh, a theme that is not, you know, it's the, it needs a little bit of description, I suppose, or explanation. Uh, it's fucked up families. That's what I'm calling. It. Although we may have to, um, I guess we may have to maybe change the title or add some some. No, some we'll just add a star asterisks. Yeah, yeah, some stars. Exactly. Yeah, an asterisk or star. To get past yeah. the censors on hashtag on Spotify. Yeah, I think um, we're already uh, considered like an explicit. Whoa! Like, Why the fuck is that? Yeah. Why the fuck are we considered? What fucking the fuck explicit? is happening get... right now? That is the just fuck fucking. I think we. <laughs> fucking that ridiculous. is fucking off base, right there. That is fucking inappropriate. It's fucking um, fucked, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, fuck. What the f? Explicit. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Um, explicit <laughs> my <right>. ass. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're doing fucked up families, um, and so this is just. Uh, I don't know. I, I I find dysfunctional families to be really interesting in all sorts of storytelling, mm. but I think they make for um, subjects of great films. And it's a really broad and rich uh, theme or topic because anything can be a fucked up family, um, as yeah. you'll find out in some of these films that we're watching and discussing. Um, but yeah, I, I feel that, you know, families in crisis make for great storytelling and make for great drama and play well in a, in a number of different genres and are, and are incredibly relatable because, it, you know, every family is a little messed up if you you know peel peel back the layers um what's that famous dostoevsky quote is it or tolstoy every every happy family is alike or every unhappy family is uniquely unhappy uh, in their own way something mm, like that i'm butchering something that. like that yeah yeah yeah. that sounds familiar yeah Dang, but um I remember yeah i should have written that down before this recording um <laughs> but yeah so 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 that's basically it um and i think it should be a lot of fun so the films that we're going to talk about are or the films that i've chosen are shoplifters uh which mm. is the um 2018 japanese palm dior winner from 
Hirokazu Koreeda, the master. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we're going to switch gears completely and go into Step Brothers, yes. uh, which is the Adam McKay, Will Ferrell, John McKay C. Classic. Riley masterpiece comedy. Masterpiece. Which I think, yeah, uh, Raf and I have been quoting since we were 15. Um, <laughs> And then I think uh, the whole world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to claim that that you know we're, that's unique for us. Or anything. Yeah, infinitely quotable film. That was that was a defining moment in our friendship. So. I think I think we need to have a wine mixer for that for that episode. Catalina oh, wine yeah. mixer. Yeah. Catalina <laughs> wine up mixer. On Catalina. <laughs> um, and then to round off the theme, we are going to be talking about the squid and the whale, which is nice. maybe a little less quotable. Um, mm-hmm. you know, for the wider culture, but is a very, very important film to me. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I'm very excited to talk about that one too. Uh, nice. And yeah, we're going to have some guests appearing on some of these episodes, so that should be exciting. And, uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Boom. Look at that. All right. Explicit and fucking malicious. Let's go. <laughs> well, before we go, I wanted to ask you an easy question. It's either or, because it inspired me by what you guys were talking about. Pirates versus ninjas. Which one are you going for? I forgot about this question, but like we should bring wow. it back. Pirates versus ninjas. Interesting. Who are you going for? Team pirate, team I'm ninja. Like, um, I'm going to go for team pirate. I have a love for piracy. Uh, the golden age of piracy is a world that I love. Um, and I consider myself a bit of a pirate. You know, they're rebels. They're fucking. Oh, they're fucking anti-establishment. Ooh. And when I grew up as a young ruffian, I was fucking anti-establishment AF. Exactly. <laughs> so give me give me that saber give me that saber sword um give me <laughs> she, um, give me the saber sword give me the wooden leg give me the eye patch give me a hat give me a hook and parrot a parrot give me a parrot <laughs> or a monkey i'll say give me a monkey. raf also some of the listeners may not know this but raf also has a tattoo of a skeleton on one arm one yeah. bicep and then another and that says i, I heart mom yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh and i have a very hairy chest so i feel like i fit in the pirate world quite comfortably oh nice ollie <laughs> um, ollie's revealing the lack of hair he has on his chest i've got the irish curse as well don't worry you do you do you're a hairy man like me so we yeah <laughs> we're apes in all the wrong places yeah (laughs) um uh yeah so this i don't know it's a little that's a tricky question because i love what ninjas do like i love the the silence you know the silent assassins Mm. i love like creeping on the rooftops i love the sword play but ninjas always feel kind of exactly too true too true really but um uh ninjas feel kind of anonymous to me because isn't the point of a ninja is that you're never supposed to know who they are? You never like see. Well, there's like the characteristic based. ninja, but there's also like the actual ninjas. Yeah, ninjas were just like, come on, guerrilla war- warriors. Yeah, haven't you oh, seen fair ninja assassin? Classic I'm more of a samurai movie. guy than a ninja guy, actually. I suppose. Yeah, true. Actually, samurai are way more badass. Samurai, yeah. they have a code, and the pirates have a code. code. The bushido code. Exactly. So the pirates I, um, have a code too. Yeah, yeah dude. They're pirates. more like guidelines. Parse <laughs> the Caribbean reference. More like guidelines. Par- parlay. Parlay. 
<laughs> All right, cool. I guess pirates win this round then. Um, and on that note, ciao ciao for now, guys. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment. You know the drill of five stars. I uh, hope you like this conversation and see you later, alligator. Yar. <laughs>